אף על פי שתקיע שפר בראש ראשון גזע כוסף, רמב״ם פרק ג' הלכה ד', רמז יש בו. There's an idea in it. אהנט. כלומר, אורו אורו ישן משנעסכם. Wake up sleepers from your sleep. וכיתו נרדמים מתרדמסכם. And your slumberers from your slumbers. וכיפסו מעשיכם, and search your actions. וכיתו בתשובה. And return in tshuva, v'zirchu b'racham, and recall your Creator. Referring to, the, the call is to Elu HaSheikhum HaSemes, who forget the truth, b'havle hazman, in the wasting of time. V'shoigim kol shenosim b'havle v'rik, and they waste all their lives chasing after worthless things in the world. Ashevle yoyv l'yatel, that won't help for them and won't save them. Ha'pitu l'naf shesechem, peer into your souls. ופיתו דרכיכם ומעליכם, and peer into your ways and actions. ויעזב כל אחד מכם דרכי הרון, go away from your, your ways that are not good for you, ומעכשיו זה אשר לא תאיבה. So I'm saying that the, 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 the call of the Shafer is supposed to remind, it's a wake-up call. Let's go continue, and then we'll explain. L'fikach, the Ram said, Therefore, Tzarech kal adam shira atme kal ashana kula, a person should see himself the whole year, not just Roshana time. Kilu chetiv v'zaka v'chetiv chayiv. A person should always see himself as if he is right in the middle. V'chein kal adam kula zaka, the whole world is half and half. One sin will be a terrible calamity for him and everyone else in the world. One mitzvah will be great for him in the world. That person that does the right thing can save the whole world if, it, if the world is at that point. Let's go a little further. Because of this, if you know what it means because of this, if you know what Lefikach meant before in the Rambam, Therefore, the meaning is that Klai Yisrael does Taka Maisim Toivim and does Mitzvahs and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim more than they do the whole year. And to get up in these ten days, to wake up early and to say Slichos. Shem started off that the Tkir Shafer is a remez to wake up and judge our actions and see if we're doing what we want to be doing or what we should be doing. Then he says, then he goes to all of a sudden, he drops the whole Shoshana thing. Therefore, the whole year a person should be, see himself at this edge and the whole world at the edge and take his actions very carefully. Meaning, the point is that because a, a, a person learns to judge his actions, that means he doesn't just judge his actions in a whole. He pra- a person should practice that every action that he does should always be judged. Meaning most of what we do, even Torah mitzvahs that we do often, we do without thinking much about. I mean, it's part of, you're supposed to get into good habits and not bad habits. But we're also supposed to always recognize that we're serving Hashem. But the Ram is more specifically talking to every, every decision that I have in my mind 
could be big decisions. Should I do this big avera? Should I do this big mitzvah? But should also be it could also be the small things. Should I make sure to prepare myself, have extra time for davening so I can daven well? Should I say this joke in the middle of learning, or should I not? Right, those small things, and the question should always be, but if I do, the whole world could disappear. Now, obviously, it's not a, it, 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 in a spiritual way. It doesn't mean in a physical way, because we ourselves have done it, and many people have done it before, and the world hasn't disappeared yet, so it's obviously unlikely to happen. But nevertheless, in a spiritual way, it has a terrible effect on the world and ourselves. And therefore, every action, meaning it's a, it's a wake-up call, that a person should always judge their actions. And it's not common for us to think before we act. It's more common when we do major major questions. But small questions, we, we're used to just, you know, sometimes just acting without without thought, unfortunately. And we have to, the Ram is saying that the, 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 the Ram is, is to to search your actions and to judge them and to see what's right and wrong, meaning always think before you act. Then the Ram says, because of this Indian, I mean, going back to the idea of that Kishayfer that we do in Shoshana, and that was this is the time to search our actions for the whole year, therefore we act and we do, we, we, we do more in these days than we do during the year. So as we said before, it's not a stira, even though we're not going to do them the rest of the year. We know, we know, yes, that's not a, it's not, it's not being, um, dishonest. Because what you're saying is, this is the way I want to be. And this is the way I should be. And maybe I'll stay that way and it'll help me get closer to you. Will I be able to keep it? We'll see. Not all of it, but it'll bring me closer. In the long run, every year I grow more and eventually, those things will be with the way I act, right? My chumras and my my kabbalas and my improvements, most importantly, from 10 years ago, now, hopefully, are just the way I am. And I improve on those. Is that because that, 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 these are the times where you add on, you do more and you become a greater person. Again, you keep some of them and you don't keep the others sometimes. But nevertheless, this time is a time to have a connection to Hashem. And it's our, our vacation of the guf. A vacation meaning from the guf. It's supposed to be for the soul to connect with Hashem. The time spent of the neshama with the rabbi neshalayim. And we're supposed to, through that, create and develop our relationship with him that drives us, drives us the whole year. But the lefikach, what's this, what do you mean therefore? So it's very interesting, Gemara Shoshana, that says, why should you bring an Omer Pesach? I'll paraphrase, because Pesach is a Tman So Barashem says, bring a macro in front of the Omer. Why? Because then the Tfua will get benched. Meaning, Similarly, the time of fruit that that it blossoms. bring me And why do we need to chamayim on tukis? Because this is the time of rain, and Meaning, these all hakravis are the ideas that we recognize at our fruits, our our grain and our water comes from Bereshit, and just by that recognition, then we get a bracha. 
And the Gemara continues. And say in front of me, on the, the Psukim that we say in Shemineshre, Malchias or Chonis Veshefers. Malchias, they shall Alechem. That I should be the king over you. Because your memories, I mean your actions, should be judged in front of me for good. And with what the shayfer? What is that supposed to mean? What, with what, what does the shayfer do exactly? So, going back to the remnant, the Rambam said, you know, we spoke about a few times last year, maybe we'll speak again more about Rikas, about Tikkias, but Right, I'm sure you've seen the papers with many, many lists of kavanas you should have by Tkishayfer. Right, the problem with those lists are is that at least most people I know can't remember ten things at once. So, what is the kavana you're supposed to have? There's a guy that says the kavana is the simcha the simcha of the Tiberi Shem Melech, and. But the, and, and, the, and the basic idea is, if you look at the Psukim of Shefritz, the idea is that Hine HaMelech Ba, it's a coronation, the king is here. That's the basic Kavana, and it's symbolic of many times throughout history where, where through the blowing of the Shefritz that idea came about. But that's the basic Kavana of the Shefritz. That's the Kavana you have, that we're calling, we're recognizing Hashem. It's, we're recognizing that Hashem is our king. It's like an alarm clock. Hine HaMelech Ba, the king is here. So, that is the main kavana of Rosh Hashanah. And including that is that the king is here. So, first you say the brachas of kingship. You recognize Hashem is the king. Then you recognize that there is din on Rosh Hashanah. That's the chorinus. You say plus that everything gets judged. Uba meh meaning with what? With the simple call of the shayfer. Meaning, the Rosh Hashanah is the idea of, as we explained a few days ago, that is a two-step process, Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Rosh Hashanah, all we do is recognize that Hashem is the king. That's the, our, our, the, the tshuva process, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, is a two-step process. First, we deal with the cause of our Averis, which is our distance from the king. Now, with that, we deal with the first step in tshuva, which is to say to the person that we wronged, Kaviyachal, the, 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 the person, that we want to be close to. We want to do tshuva. We recognize you're the king. And once we we do that on Rosh Hashanah, so then we're ready in Yom Kippur to finish it off at the end with sort of the easy process of of tshuva. So, the Ramam is, the, the Gemara is saying like this, say the brachas of Malchus, recognize that Hashem is the king, Recognize that today is the Madin, and Bameh B'Shefer, meaning this call, the simple call of the Shefer, of recognize that Hine HaMelech Ba, supposed to be sort of an emotional call, emotional cry, that the king is here. If you just do that and recognize that this is the time of kingship, this is the time we recognize our king, and that we're Meshavitim, <coughs> that is the Avoider. Then, then you have that similar to Pesach, Sokos and Shavuos, where we recognize a specific thing, either the water, the fruits, or the grain, now recognize that our actions are also judged. And if we recognize that, then we have a bracha. The famous question, based on the Mishnah, over there, is that if we're ready, judged for our grain, our actions, what does it mean we're judged separately from our grain, our fruit, and our water? A few answers given, but kids are one answer is that, one is that what we have, but 
how we deal with it is a different bracha, meaning you can have a lot of grain and, and it serves you well and makes you happy. You can have a lot of grain, you, have, you can have a lot of money and be very happy, you can have a little money and be very happy. You have a lot of money and be very sad and little money and be very sad. It's more, uh, if you're in a desperate situation, it's different, but if not, it usually depends on how you deal with it more than what the Rebbe gives you. So the bracha of of rain, Tfua, and Paris is the Matthias, but whether you're going to be happy, sad, calm, at peace, and those things, that's called by Eilam, we have the opportunity to deserve Hashem, that's where we judge on Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashem said that one is a din for the cloud, one is a din for the prat, but the first territory is sort of in the Me'iri, that's a, uh, I like that territory. So we're going to start this Matzah Shabbos saying Slichus. And uh, the Minig HaOlam is most for most people to wake up. is the first night Slichus say late at night, which in Cleveland is around the one thirty, I think I'd say, or 1. And Jack is pretty late. And then they're going to sleep around 2.33. So we decided not to do that anymore because then, you know, Shachas doesn't start off with usual Sunday bang, but uh, but so so we do sichas in the in the morning, right? But the minute the minute the minute seeking is to get up very very early, which we don't do. But that that is a minute in many places to get up. But like the Ram says, to get up before the daytime, meaning before Alois. While it's still night, meaning more early than usual, put in more effort than usual in order to say sichas, and can we, also, we always we all have to find that extra push to try harder in these days. Okay. This Ram is a very complicated cheshbon. I'm going to explain it in a very basic way. It's a sugya in the Gemara. Ram explains a very interesting way. I'll say it how I understand it, and when I can get too into it. I'm saying when a person does, I'm paraphrasing, a person does an Avera, a regular person who has various mitzvahs, when he does an Avera once, it doesn't sort of go on the scale. Does it twice? It doesn't go on the scale. Only from the third time. It goes, if you did Avera three times, then, all, then they go on, then it goes, the third time it goes on the scale. Then, if you find with the third one on the scale, that you are various are more than the mitzvahs, then we add on the first two also. But if, even after adding on the third one, then it's still you have more mitzvahs than Averis, then we drop the first two. The basic idea is that the Rebbein Shalom is Mechaz HaPeshah, that, that, that is, gives us, when we sin once or twice in the area, we have a much easier time, sort of the branchim is much easier time letting it go. It's only when we get we start to habitually do an avera that's when it gets much worse. You get even more. Hashem lets even more go. It's only the first three don't count in this chesed. Okay, Ram continues. The Bainanim, the ones in the middle, if in their half of their 
Averis, they were, one of them was that they never put on tefillin. It's considered a terrible thing. Then we don't have this sort of tour of one, the first two and three, but you get judged even according to that one time of the Averis, even though I don't know what's one time, I guess it's considered like one Averis. V'yesh ha'chelek, it still has a chelek on Abba. V'chein kolerishayim. So to even a Russia. They get judged for their action, they get punished for their actions, but they still have a chayel koyim haba. All of Klai Yisrael has a chayel haba, even though they've sinned. The eternal world, the oyelim haba. They get cut off and judged forever and punished forever. <coughs> so uh, the obvious question is the steer and the lotion. Call Israel Machelagaba and then right? Don't have a chalik. What does that mean? If Kalisrael has it, how do you lose it? And the basic idea, as we'll see, is that every one of Yisrael has a connection to Rebbein Shalom as a Chegel Mahaba. But, if you do certain actions which make you disconnected totally from the Rebbein Shalom, then you have no way to enter El Mahaba. El Mahaba is the basic idea is, is that you have the connection that you, that you create in this world with the Rebbein Shalom is the level of your connection in the next world. And if you do certain things which if you're a kaifer, a complete kaifer, and you cut off your connection to the Shalom, so then you, even though you had a chelgalim haba, you threw it away, and you lost it. The Ram says a halacha of it. V'chein chasidim umasayel meishim chelgalim haba. So to chasidim of the goyim also have a chelgalim haba. What is the definition of chasidim umasayelim? Right. So the Rambam in Hilchas Malachim Perches goes explains a little more what it means Chasidu Umisayilam. He says Chasidu Umisayilam have a chelgalim haba only if they serve Hashem because they believe in the God of the Jews and the God of the Jews demanded this from Goyim. So if a guy just happens to be a decent man and keeps his, the the zayimus reinayach, it does not seem from the Rambam that is a chelgalim haba. If he's a very kind man. And he keeps all the Zayimits in Each, he doesn't have a Chelkam And the simple reason is, he doesn't have any connection with the Rebbe Nishalayim. And therefore, he has no way to earn his Chelkam Will he get reward in this world? He will. But not in the next. He has no connection to the next world. The only way you have a connection to the next world, Ram is because you do the Shilton in Each, but because the Rebbe Nishalayim told you to do it. Meaning you're connected, to the, you believe and connected, you believe and connected to the Rebbe I went to an article years ago in a, in a, I forgot what it's called, in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, uh, journal, where some guy sort of went, went out against this Ram Menuchas Malachim and tried to say, how could it be sort of that we're worse than the Goyim? The Goyim believed that anyone can have a, you know, a, sort of anyone can have a, you know, a Chayka Mahaba, and we believe that only Jews can. And is it really true? Has Rambam know that only someone who serves Hashem only guy who does Hashem is enough because Hashem served him as a Chayyikal Mahaba. I mean, the, the question is, there's no really source, as far as we know, for the Rambam's idea that only a guy who serves Hashem because of the Rabbanishalam as a Chayyikal Mahaba. But 
the Rechaita mission says the Svara. And the Svara Lechari is, as we explained, that only someone that's connected to Hashem can have a Chayat Ganam Haba. But this article is like, how could it be? Which is a wrong basis for a question. We don't ask on the Torah, how, how could it be? We ask first, what is it? And then we figure out how it could be. Yes, certain parts of when you, you can ask sometimes, sort of, you can sort of ask the question sometimes, how does this, you know, stem, or how does this, how can this be understood relative to other parts of the Torah? But first we have to know what the truth is, and then we have to figure out our emotions around that. So the Ram says it, the Me'iri agrees, and as far as I know, no one ever argues clearly. So that will simply be the halacha. Again, that's the way, uh, we don't have to pass again, but it's simply how it is. Mr. Pastor Samishanim argue, he didn't bring, he tried to like bring like, you know, the maybe yeah, but he ended up with no proofs anybody argued. Again, the Ramam agrees, the Kasimishan agrees, the Meir agrees, and the Chayrid is the way it is, and only a guy who served Hashem because of the Zion of Noyach has a Chayluk in Elam Haba, as you explained. I mean, it is. Specifically by Mashiach? Well, Olam Haba, we'll see it later on what, where the Ram refers to, you know, there's a few steps in Olam Haba. There's three parts to what sometimes referred to as Olam Haba, which right. is, you might, uh, you know, Olam and Neshamas of now, you might say Mashiach, and then, you know, afterwards, after Chayach So it's probably any of those of the above in this context. Um, eternal life. Um, I mean, there's a soul that lives on. Right, it is interesting, the question, because how about, let's say, um, uh, a guy who saved, let's say, a lot of Jews. So that, did that guy have a chayot galam haba? Maybe not. Maybe he got to reward in this world and uh, and um, and he doesn't have. It, it's, it's possible. I'm not sure. I would suggest as far as some sources for this, but I suggest as far as that maybe they do have a chayot galam haba, because they were goyrim other people to serve Hashem. I Meaning, since through them they saved other Jews who did have a connection to Hashem, that sort of earns themselves a connection to Hashem in a certain way, and maybe through that they get a chayot ganel haba. But that's just a svar. I have no proof of the idea, but I guess we'll find out at some later point in it whether the svar is true or not. I'll stop here. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atorah, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatorah.org. Thank you.